you know, that's completely different than the friends with benefits situation because again, that's a, that's a situation that you're going into and hopefully you've communicated the expectations because usually that friends with benefits situation is exactly what that is. Friends with benefits. The Romance Diva. A titillating podcast. Welcome to the Romance Diva podcast. I'm Natasha Pendleton. And I'm Jason Doyle. Hey, how are you? I am doing well. How about yourself? Good. I'm doing so well that when we get done with this and this episode gets produced and gets posted, I'm on vacation for the next week. It's about time. Yeah, it's been a couple of years since I've actually taken a real vacation. Now, there's, I've taken time off of work, mm-hmm. but it's always been around the house and doing things and usually around the holidays and stuff like that. But yeah, this is the first time I'm going to head back to Kansas City and uh, see my daughter and my grandson and all that. And Since I can't sing, I'm going to spare you singing that song. But <laughs> oh, oh, Kansas City, Kansas City. Or... Here's the one that I like, and no one does, and it's like, this shows me the perfect, I think this is the perfect synergy between being an Okie and being (laughs) in love with the city of Kansas City. It's from the musical Oklahoma. Everything's up to date in Kansas City. I can honestly say that I've never seen the musical Oklahoma. Okay. Never. Well, one of these days we'll have to do a watch. Because I want you to watch this as a Cali girl to see this musical. Will I lose my Cali card? No, 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 no. You will not want... See, the Grapes of Wrath is the Okie. So that's where our Oklahoma-California connection comes in is the Grapes of Wrath. Okay. But Oklahoma is the musical version of how this state got established. And it's very, very whitewashed. But everybody was fed this growing up in Oklahoma back in the 60s and 70s and 80s. And, oh, okay. And, you know, and so it was, and of course the musical is great. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's one, but it's, our state song comes from musical. And so the title song, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. is our state song. You know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't grow up here, so I didn't take Oklahoma history, none of that. So I'm like, state zone. Well, they didn't teach us. (laughs) Hey, uh, I I don't know if you know this or not, but we didn't teach all the history here in Oklahoma when I was growing up either. (laughs) I bet y'all did. Oh, they didn't teach a lot (laughs) of history, Oklahoma history. I'm sure there was a lot missing. I had to find out for myself and go out on my own to figure out what was going on in Oklahoma at certain times. Because... If you if you let the gym teacher tell it, it was, well, we put a bunch of Indians here, and they really liked it here, and then we decided that we wanted to give away some of the land, <laughs> you know, because there was such a vast amount of the land, and so the white settlers came in, and they did the land runs, and there were some Sooners and some Boomers, and then you guys became a state, and uh, then there was some oil, and that's all we know about Oklahoma. Hmm. I never did understand how you could discover someone that's here. Like, they were already here. How'd you discover them? That was always something that, that was always one of those mind-boggling questions for me. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to get into the the politics part of it because, well, (laughs) everything's politics Everything. And we don't do that. So uh, here we are, episode number 22 of the Romance Diva podcast. 
And we got to thank you very much. We've crossed the 1,000 download marker. We have. Train's back. Told Train's you. back. Didn't think it was gone. That's all right. <laughs> so if you're familiar with Oklahoma, there is a small hamlet outside of Oklahoma City called Moore. <gasps> and it was actually named for the railroad guy. It's also known for its tornado alley. Well, there's that too. I mean, everybody's seen more on television if they watch the That's how my family histories. knew where I was. They were like, so that's where you live. I was like, yeah, that's where I live. They're like, why'd you go there? I, uh, the May 3rd, 1999 tornado, I was living in Kansas City at that time. And uh, we were actually watching a movie and it's VHS back in the day. So mm -hmm. it gets to the end of the tape and then it, I had it rigged so the TV would pop, pop on. on. And so I'm watching a friend of mine pick up his house. And I'm like, wait a second, what happened in Oklahoma? And so I had to figure out, you know, I had, I had to call back. And of course it was just out. It was a, luckily for my family, it was away from where they lived. Okay. And things like that. Now, uh, subsequent tornadoes, we weren't so lucky. Um, the 2013 Moore tornado was the one that hit my uh, family's home mm -hmm. and uh, my mom and dad's house and all that. And so they had to figure out new accommodations after that. Um, and yeah. of course, that was a pretty tragic tornado 10 years ago. It's been yeah. 10 years since that uh, tornado hit. That was uh, That was one that we actually lost part of our house in that one. And it was weird because when I got home, when we finally were able to get into our neighborhood, from that one we're finally able to get in the neighborhood and I was like oh house is still standing great we're good you know couldn't make a phone call because couldn't all the lines were down but went inside the house and I was like god there's a lot of leaves in here <laughs> there's like all kind of crap and stuff I'm like where's all this stuff coming from and the further we got into the house I was like those are two by fours oh I have someone's roof in my house <laughs> I had the windows were gone. I had I had like a new open light. <laughs> My ceiling was gone. I was like, and then the tornado that came on the 30th, or I guess 30th or 31st, whatever came like, it was the one that was right after that. The smaller one took out my daughter's room at the time. So I was I was over it. I was so done with um, tornadoes in Oklahoma. I was ready to move back to California. I was like, okay, I can deal with earthquakes. They're you know a little bit more calm, cool, and collected for me. This tornado thing wasn't my wasn't my jam, but eh, I'm still here. I'll, uh, there you go. You're Oklahoma strong. Yeah, my kids. You know they. Oh, they're yeah. attached. They're they attached. are. They are. They're, their dad is here, so I guess they like him. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've heard there there there's one or two redeeming qualities from the husband. He was pretty good. He was alright. Yeah. He had he had his moments. So. I guess we uh, put out the warning and we start uh, ask, answering questions. Yes, go we ahead. We got some good stuff. We got a couple of questions. Um, I mean, all of the questions they have are good. I'm well, always yeah. just trying to figure out which ones we're going to talk about. Right. So that's what I'm going through is like, which ones do we actually talk about? All right. But so, uh, yeah. Flying by the seat of our pants, here we go with the Romance Diva podcast. And as always, we want to warn you that, hey, we talk a little nasty up in here sometimes because we talk about romance and sex and all those things that go with human relationships. And sometimes it gets messy and sometimes the language can be kind of either funny or frilly or titillating or really huh? uh, okay. body <laughs> you know we can use a lot of different terminology around here but sometimes we just uh, say naughty words and we talk naughty about sex and things like that so if that ain't your cup like of tea words. now is your warning 
this ain't, uh, the, the, we're not just going to talk about weather on this one. No. So, uh, but it might get a little humid and some wetness at, uh, from time to time. It does happen. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the, uh, the warning. And if you want to submit questions like you're about to hear us answer, you can do so by reaching out to Natasha herself. So you can find me at Natasha at Natasha Hauser Pendleton. You can find me on Facebook at under Natasha Hauser Pendleton. You can follow me there. You can also email the podcast directly at the Romance Diva Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find me on your other social media outlets such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Snapchat as OKC's Romance Diva. And you can also find the podcast on your favorite podcast apps can't we? Oh yeah. So Apple podcast, uh, Stitcher, Google podcast, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the, uh, Amazon music. Uh, so all kinds of places we're all over the place. So, and if you happen to have your favorite little thing, you know, uh, and you want to see more of the romance diva show up and you want it to spread out and continue to grow, well, give us a review on one of those things. And of course, if you want to catch up on old episodes, old, oh my gosh, because we're starting to mature as a podcast now. Oh, snap. I mean, there, there are things that are happening that are kind of like, all right, all right. Oh, shit. This might be a real deal. We might, this isn't going to be just a hobby. We it's might, happening. It's, it's, it's growing and it's thanks to you guys and we want that to continue. So please uh, give us some ratings on your favorite podcast carrier. Or if you need to see the older episodes, that's the uh, Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com. The Romance Diva Podcast.simplecast.com. Also, if you're in Oklahoma City, Natasha has a, uh, a uh, events planning business. Yes, Unforgettable Events. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram as Unforgettable Events OKC. Um, it is picnic season, so we have been really crazy busy with that. Um, we actually did a really cute tea party the other last week, and we did a purple one, which purple is my favorite color, so I was literally in love. But um, <laughs> so yeah, it's been fun. Um, we're and you can customize all that good stuff. Yeah, and, working I on mean, some other stuff. So fellas, like we always complain that you guys suck at planning dates. Yes. If you suck at planning dates, but you're really, really trying to impress, you need to look up Natasha's business. Yes, we can help you with that. That's 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 one of the things we do. You know, we 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 get it set up, and then you get to take all the credit. And the best part about it is we clean up afterwards, so you don't even have to clean it up. We set it up and we clean it up, so it's kind of like a win-win. You nice. just come and enjoy it. Nice. All right. So what do we got to this week? So this is a question that always gets asked, and there's so many various. Um, answers for it um, so I figured we might as well just go ahead and I, I get this one a lot I just never even have addressed it but can men and women just be friends or does it always have to turn sexual well if I'm drawing from my personal history, yes, men and women can be friends, but it takes an effort to, to keep it platonic. Mm -hmm. um, there's always going to be, in my opinion, there will always be that phase where there's that possibility of something happening. Um, but there, I mean, I've got 
I mean, some of my best friends are, are women. Right. And there's no sex going on because they might have a different uh, flavor they enjoy. <laughs> uh, or something like that. Like, one of you know, it, it's... So, yes, it can happen. It, and there's so much that has to go into it. Um, because... If it's if you're not attracted to each other, then it's just that that makes that easy. But if right. you are attracted, or you guys are attractive, you know, there's always that, and you know, sometimes there's the rapport and the liquor some at the right time, and you know, so yes, there will be hurdles and there will be temptations, but I think you can, but you have to put an effort into it if you really want it to be an honest, non-sexual opposite sex relationship yeah it, it, i mean it happens i i know the majority of my friends are guys and that's just because women oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> women are women are a whole nother ball game but um the majority of my friends are guys and a lot of them i've never even wanted to have sex with and haven't but you know you do have those friends with benefits so you do have that line um but you said i remember those days <laughs> that's a communication thing and it because sometimes it happens before the communication um, and then it, then you kind of come to an understanding <laughs> i've i've you know i actually had that happen where i you know we were only on the fourth or fifth date mm -hmm. and we had been intimate and there was one night I was talking to somebody else and she came across that conversation and it was, why are you talking to other women? Oh, we got uh, territorial already. And I went, wait a second. When, when, were we good, when, we were, when were we talking about being exclusive? Because we haven't had that conversation yet. Right. Um, and I guess she had assumed since we were intimate, that I would that I automatically assumed we were locked in, mm -hmm. and I was not that way back then, and so it was a lack of communication that led led to that misunderstanding. And yes, you guys already know that's one of the things we've always harped on in this podcast is communication, um, because it goes a long way. But I mean, I, I think it's I think it's kind of stupid to feel that men and women can't be friends. Because they absolutely can. You you can be you can be just friends with anybody, um, whether they got a dick or not shouldn't be shouldn't be relevant. But you can be friends. I can have guy friends and not ever even want to have sex with them, and 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 it's just fine. Now you know that's completely different than the friends with benefits situation because again that's a that's a situation that you're going into and hopefully you've communicated the expectations cuz usually that friends with benefits situation is exactly what that is friends with benefits that means you are not mine <laughs> i'm not yours <laughs> so we do our own thing but that's an understanding and now granted Sex does complicate things for a lot of people. So, especially for women, because it does tend to get a little bit of more of emotional right. for women. So, right. like how some guys people were get honest, territorial. If, if dudes were honest, 
Once they start having sex with a chick, they start doing the same thing. They start going because they get into their feelings. And, Dudes, and honest. Wait, what are we talking about if, here? If I'm talking. Well, <laughs> I'm not talking about the players. I'm talking about the dudes. You know that that try to be all. Oh, I know. But you know, we get if we if we decide to go that far, or at least I would hope it would mm. be this way. And maybe I'm getting old fashioned in my ways. Who knows? Well, but you are maybe, up there. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm, I'm I hung half a hundred on them, so, um, but no, it, it, I would hope that if a dude is having sex, even if it's just as friends, it's a, the friends with benefits and t- t- there's some kind of caring, it's not just, just sex. It's, it's not just better than just jerking off. Mm-hmm. I hope there's something else there. And I think that's what makes it so dangerous is because you don't acknowledge that there's something there if you're going to cross that line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, that's one of those things where communication, it gets real important because those lines, once they do get crossed, you got to know where to go from there. Because some some situations you don't easily bounce back from and some relationships, friendships, I should say, can be ruined um, because of maybe the other person not having the same feelings and thinking that, oh, I thought it was just going to be like this and you're a little bit more attached than what I thought you were going to be. So I'm going to exit stage left right about now and you do you, I'm going to do me, but we're not going to do it together because it's not working. But yeah, um, can you guys be friends? Absolutely. Do you want to just be friends? That's the real question. Because a lot of times you don't want to just be friends. You want to fuck. So um, the real question about that would be, what do you want? Can you? Yes. But what do you want? Is that really what you want to do? Or is that what you want as your fuck buddy or as a relationship? So now this particular question that we got. (sighs) Okay. This one, I know we um, girls have, we have our girl code. I know guys have their guy codes. This one is a sticky question because it's, it's like a two-edged sword for me. Now, for me with this particular question, it would depend on my relationship with that person on how I would approach this because you can that person can turn on you depending on your relationship. Um, That person can take it completely like you're trying to sabotage something. So I've had experience in this particular question. So it's one of those teeter tottering type of questions. So the question is, do you tell your friend their partner is cheating? Oh, That's always a good one. It really does depend on the friend. It does. Because if it's like a good friend friend. and I don't like the partner, then yes. (laughs) Uh, Definitely. I'm I'm telling it all. I'm I'm not above being a little catty to get what I want. Um, Oh, it really does. That's a situational thing. It's a very situational thing because like, now if this was my, this is my best friend, my ride or die, someone that I'm extremely close to. I would feel that I could tell them because they know me. They know me as a person. Now, everybody, like my best friend always tells me when I talk about her, she's like, you're talking about me again. And 
The only reason I talk about my best friend is because her memory sucks. She has the worst memory known to mankind. But we've been best friends since the fifth grade and I love her to death. But she knows me. I know her. So if if it was if she was in a relationship with someone and they were cheating on her and I knew about it or vice versa, if I was in a relationship with someone and she knew that they were cheating on me, I feel that our relationship is strong enough to be that to be honest with each other and say, hey, you know, because the problem with women and I'm not going to say all women, but the problem with a lot of women is when you try and tell somebody something. They think either you want their man, which nobody wants that man. Like nine times out of ten, he ain't worth it. He's he's cheating on you. He's probably been cheating. He's probably been no good. So why do we want that problem? <laughs> we don't want that problem. But a lot of women feel like you just want them to be unhappy and you're trying to take that person away from them. Even he ain't no good to begin with, so whatever. But... That's why I said it's situational, because if it was just some um, acquaintance or somebody I knew and I knew their man was cheating or what they thought was their man or whatever the case may be. If we're not in a cool relationship where we where we talk, where we're um, that we have a relationship. I mean, I got several acquaintances through social media. That doesn't mean we're friends. That just means we're acquaintances. Friend is a. I don't like everybody is not your friend. I don't know why, you know, some people will be like, oh, well, that's my friend. That's my friend. No, the fuck they're not. That is not your friend. What's their phone number? Can you call them right now? Are they in your phone? No. Are okay. they going to <laughs> raise some bail money for you? Will they come at two o'clock in the morning and pick you up because you're drunk? <laughs> like what will, what will this person do? You know, I can count my true friends on one hand. Everybody is not your friend. So if it was someone that, like I said, that maybe I was just an acquaintance of that I knew in passing and I was out somewhere and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I think that was so-and-so's husband. Oh, well, let me go eat my food, though, because that shit don't concern me <laughs> because I'm not going you know, to. And here's what I would here would be my biggest fear if it was somebody that was just an acquaintance, somebody I didn't really know. Um, sometimes you just don't know. You don't. That could be a whole, there could be a whole legitimate reason why he's out with this young lady. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it could be a sales call. And, you know, if you've been on a sales call for broadcast, uh, broadcasting, kind of sales sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they touch you above the elbow. And Ooh. so, and you know... <laughs> Those kind of signals from across the room, what and there's always the body language. What if they the end of language. the table? <laughs> well, if they end of the table, they're they're probably doing some payola plug over there. And, I dropped you know. my napkin. I gotta pick it up right, by means right. of in your lap. <laughs> oh, there there can be back in yeah, some of that back in the day. I wasn't involved in that because I wasn't in sales. Ah. Uh, I was in programming, so I was on-air talent. I was a kick-ass sales rep back in the day. <laughs> the, the sales reps had a lot more fun than we did, the on-air talent, really. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I was a, I was a bomb-ass sales rep. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go platinum for nothing. Uh-oh, <laughs> uh-oh. We're gonna we're gonna have to, we're gonna turn that experience around for the podcast here. Is what we need to do. But I mean, and you're right. There could be a legitimate. Not everybody that you see out with someone is cheating. There could be. And I don't want to provide friends. cover by any means, but 
And you also don't know the dynamics of someone else's relationship. Right. That might be, you know, that might work for them. That that he goes out with some chick or, you know, she goes out with some dude. Just because you see somebody out doesn't necessarily mean anything is going on. That's another miscommunication about, oh, I seen them two. Uh, they were at, they were eating lunch. Okay, so we was hungry. Nobody got a work husband. I had a work husband when I was at work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had radio partners. I mean, you know, you know I, that who were attractive, and you know, it was just. But because we were work partners, it wasn't like I wasn't trying to jump now, his bones. Now we were, we had now we every... were familiar with each other, and we were able to laugh, and we yes. were. It looked you could tell there was camaraderie and familiarity there, but I mean. So yeah, I mean, it just if you misinterpret somebody's body language or something like that, then it could go awry. It yeah, can. I would say you would need to be a hundred percent sure. Yeah, because you don't want to go fucking nobody's relationship up and start problems. Hell, that could have been his cousin that came in from, you know, out of town, and they just picked her up from the airport and they came to eat first. You just don't, you know, you're not that. I can't even remember what show I was thinking of, but you know, like you're not that old nosy neighbor that <laughs> that gets on the telephone, I saw so-and-so with such-and-such, but I, I'm not trying to ruin anybody's life, especially if I don't know what's going on. So if I just happen to stumble across someone's partner out and about with someone else, that's not, that's not my place to go in and be like, girl, your husband was out here at the restaurant with this, and that's not my place, because it may not be anything now if he's got his tongue down her throat i mean now that could lead to a different situation well that's a definitely a, <laughs> a, a lot stronger signal than just being than in just, a restaurant just with eating dinner um but yeah if now my best friend yes i could definitely have that conversation with even like my sister close friends like that circle but just someone that i know am passing Nine times out of ten, it probably wouldn't be me that would relay that information unless I either 100% knew what was going on. And even then, I'd probably have to be like, well, so I, I videoed it for you here. <laughs> you know? I, got, I, I snapped it. <laughs> I got a twist on it. I, got a, I definitely got a bros over hoes uh, type deal because my best friend nailed my girlfriend while we were still dating. And my best friend and I are still best friends. Mm. But it was only because I knew of her proclivities. And it was mm. just kind of, well, and I've never really been a jealous person. Mm -hmm. So, because humans are going to human. And now I didn't date her after that. It was kind of like, oh, but. Oh, look at that good heart you have. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of petty. <laughs> uh, so, I'm not sure my heart would be that great. I mean, I had to find a new hairdresser, so, you know. Oh, see, it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that close to, that wasn't that close. Now, I've got hairdresser stories, don't get me wrong. If you, if you were messing with my hair and my man, that was a problem, so, oh, yeah, oh. I had to find a new hairdresser. But, um, yeah, no, uh-uh. I don't know. I don't know if I'm that grown. No, I, I think I still, I, I would like to say that I'm growing on several issues, but there's still that, that I, petty. I just, knew we were already on the outs. That was the mm, thing. I, I think I you knew it was knew already it. about to be done. Yeah, I knew it was already about to be done. And, and cause it would just wouldn't, we were so that, that was a toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, this was our fourth or fifth try of. Oh, okay. So it know. was already the tunnel was already down. So it was already it was already on the down downhill, not downhill stretch. slope. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, okay, well, you know, I guess that's the you 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 fuck my best friend. I guess that's going to be breakup. You know, I guess. I guess you this know. is the end. You know, it's not like I couldn't find another date. I mean, that was the other thing. It was like, all right. I mean, and, I mean, we're, we were both attractive people. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, you know, you're not going to, she's not going to be cold at night. Mm -hmm. I'm not either. Chucking up the deuces, huh? You know, so good luck. Holla at you. See ya. Call somebody else. Don't call me. Hey. So happens. what else do we got? So, yeah. So that one, like I said, that's a sticky question because it would definitely depend on my relationship with the person, whether or not we cross that line. Okay, this one, fantasy sex. So this person, uh, their question was, do they keep their fantasies to themselves or do they relay them to their partner? She says, I like my fantasies in my head because I don't feel like I'll be disappointed if we try and it doesn't work out. She's like, so I can always fantasize about them. She's like, but she wants to experiment. So she's like, should I open up about it and actually let him in on my fantasies and hope for the best? Um, me personally, I would let him in and hope for the best because if you can communicate that, and here's a, if you can communicate that, especially your wants and wishes and desires and communicate it like in I statements, like I would love for you to bend me over and do this while eating, you know, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream off my ass or something like that. Um, if, but if you can communicate those, like I would love to see this because it would make me feel like that. Not, I think our sex life is boring and, you know, we're not getting anywhere and this is, this sucks. You know, kind of don't go into it that way. <laughs> but right, right. I think if you actually talk about it and not. And when I say talk about it, talk about it, because sometimes people like to talk around something and then get mad at the other person for not knowing exactly what they were trying to say. So actually talk about it. Get you get in a quiet space. I think some of our best conversations came when we would decide to go like to a hotel, kind of like do one of those staycations, home away from home kind of thing, because there's no distractions. It's just you two and it's somebody else's sheets, you know, so you can fuck up however you want, <laughs> you know, bust out all the, bust out everything for that one. But get into that place where you can actually have the discussion. I mean, people surprise you, you know, just because you think it might be like something that you might think the other person will be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Sometimes they'll be like, shit, really? You into that? Let's do it. You know? <laughs> right, right. Give it a shot. I mean, you know, uh, doing the dishes and folding the laundry, man, that turns me on every time. <sighs> well, and then there's the buzzkill moment. Oh, wait, all. what do you mean? It's <laughs> a buzzkill. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get now, it. Now, if you're now if he's doing the dishes and all that shit naked, now that is something that does turn me on. The, uh, I don't think I could do the dishes naked. I don't. Oh that, my I God. don't think I have that in me. <sighs> when I say that's so fucking sexy to me, even if he would walk into the kitchen 
even if he would just anything that he did that he was naked and we weren't in the bedroom was such a turn on for me. It was like, <sighs> I mean, because you can only do it when the kids weren't around. So it was like every other weekend or, you know, whenever they were gone to the other parent's house. So it was it was one of those things. But that was one of my biggest like or because his dick was big when he was walking, you know, his dick would come out of his box. So. There's that. There's, There's that. that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So. <sighs> Those were the good old days. I mean, not so much old. I mean, it was it was just last year. But still. Oh, well, see, there you go. There you go. I was like, I don't want to say olden days. It wasn't I, that bad. It's kind of just too cold in my house for something like that, though. Oh, well. Mm, okay. Sorry. Mm. It's just not going to happen. I, I, I'm a firm believer in walking around the house naked. I used to, but I'm it's I'm old married dude now. It's just like uh, <sighs> that's just saying. <laughs> you know, it, the 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 height of sex these days is hallway sex. You know, where we walk by each other in the hall and say "fuck you." <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's drastic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't we don't cuss at each other like that. Mostly. Most of the time. Most of the time. The Romance Diva is sharing her stories, but we want to hear about your fun, sexy stories and questions too. Tell us your experiences with romance and sex, and we'll share with the Romance Diva podcast audience. Of course, we'll keep the names out of it to protect the guilty and innocent alike. You can find past episodes at the Romance Diva podcast.symbolcast.com. The Romance Diva can be found on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music Podcasts. You can catch the Romance Diva Natasha Pendleton on social media. On Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. On Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok, OKC's Romance Diva. You can email us, theromancedivapodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Romance Diva's event planning and custom design business at Unforgettable Events OKC on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Now back to more Romance Diva. Couples that have a strong communication, especially when it comes to sex, they they tend to be more satisfied in their sex lives because we've talked about this on probably every episode and people always think communication is a cliche response to everything. You should, sexy. you should communicate more, blah, blah, blah. But you should. You know, my favorite thing to say is closed mouths don't get fed. If you don't know, don't get mad at me because you didn't tell me. I'm not a mind reader. Now I can make up some shit that I think you might be feeling. I can, I can, I can overthink a lot of shit. <laughs> I can be an overthinker, but don't get mad at me if you didn't communicate something that you wanted. If you wanted me to stand upside down while I gave you head, but you never told me, don't get mad if I'm always giving you sideways head. You know, <laughs> right? You right. didn't communicate. You know? And I think that, but that's important with the fantasies, but. I kind of get that hint that, well, I don't know if I want to let them in because maybe they'll screw it up. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of... And then the I'm, fantasy... It kind of, you know, dissipates. And it's not... And and so it is... It's a small catch-22 because here's another thing about a fantasy is we've envisioned it in our head this certain way. So if you do fuck it up, now it's like, damn... Well, the book is always better than the movie. You know, you ain't never lied about that.
I don't think I have ever been disappointed in the book I've read um, and then the movie. Like when I read a book and then I go watch the movie, it was like, well, that was a letdown. What happened to this scene? What happened to this part? And granted, I know you can't put everything in a 400 page book in a two hour movie. I get it. But sometimes y'all be leaving out some very key moments. Right, right. <laughs> the book be in depth. Yep. You know, you can read a book, it can make you wet, make you orgasm, make you come. And then you can get to the movie theater and you'd be like, I want my 1050 back. <laughs> you lucky so you this was the matinee. You lucky this was the matinee. Because I'm pissed. And I want my money back for that popcorn. Because popcorn was more than the movie. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, and I, I'm, I'm guilty. Anytime I go to one of the movie theaters that has the big take-home bag, mm -hmm. I take home a big bag of it. I'll, I'll shell out the extra 15 bucks for a big-ass bag of popcorn to take home with Oh, me. no, I have my uh, my bucket and my membership, that, you know, so you can buy the bucket so you can get, because your membership, you can oh, get the yeah. large popcorn. I will literally be done at the movies. <laughs> Once we're walking out, I will go back in line and fill it up. <laughs> we will go home because we're going to watch some other movies. <laughs> we're going to eat that popcorn. I love movie theater popcorn. It's the best. Yes. But do you, um, how do you, would you, would you tell your partner your fantasies? I do. I would. I, if, I mean, if I had anything active that I was really working on, probably. Um, but right now I kind of have that dry sense of humor, you know, just if, oh, I came home after a hard day's work and dinner was fixed. That's a big turn on, you know. Stuff like, if, if you take things off my plate, mm -hmm. that's kind of the love language these days for me. See, that was my love language when I was married. Like, if I came home and dinner was done, it was like, oh, shit. That is fucking sexy. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. granted, you only cook spaghetti, but still, hey, you well, cooked. <laughs> hey, if, uh, that, if I, as long as I don't have to do it myself, and I, I like to cook, I, I do enjoy cooking and stuff like that, so it's not that I don't enjoy cooking. It's just that after a 10 to 12 hour day, sometimes you just don't want to. Mm -hmm. And uh, you you know, damn right. just to have that there, it's, it, it's really, really nice. But um, no, I, I mean, yeah, I, would, I definitely would tell if it was something that she could participate in. Mm -hmm. If it's along the lines of a fantasy like, um, I'm gonna sound so profane here, but what the hell. Like say, two out of the three girls off of Friends were gonna come over, mm -hmm. you know? Something like that. <laughs> She's not gonna go for that. <laughs> She's not going to go for you, bend them over one by one. Right, one, right. That's one, two, not, one, two, one, two. I'll be there for you, you know. <laughs> no, she's not going for it? Okay. Yeah, she it. wouldn't go for something like that. Uh, but if it's something along the lines of, hey, if um, you would wear, you know, wear some lingerie or do, you know. I you mean the lingerie it. that we buy that you guys can care less about looking at? I've already, I've already declared that those guys are stupid. Mm -hmm. I like with lingerie on. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of lingerie. If you, if, if you care enough to actually decorate the temple, I'm going to come and worship at it. 
and please take it off with caution because I'm like, oh my God, I just bought that. <laughs> now I'll never A, be able to wear it again. <laughs> You've ripped it all up. Well, it's usually not me ripping it off. I mean, well, not in my case, you didn't rip well, it off. Well, we haven't done anything like that. I don't even know what your laundry looks like. So, I mean. There's some pictures. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Judy has a photo shoot. There you go. Well, I, one of these days, I'll have to scroll through that. Facebook put me in jail for several of them, oh, so I think okay. a lot of them okay. are gone. <laughs> That's the reason why I haven't seen them is because they were on Facebook. Yeah, all the right. ones there. Yeah. You know, well, they were. Facebook, you know, didn't like all that. Too Commun much ass for the Commun book. Community standards. Yeah, Judy yeah I, was, was, I was. Judy was above community standards. I was a violation of community standards. Actually, it was. I was. It was a, a bully. Is what someone threatened. I was a bully. So I guess somebody that had no ass considered my ass a bullying uh. tactic. I'm like, so I was bullying you with my ass. So my ass being big, yours apparently not, because I don't know what the hell yours look like. Flatbacks, man. Sometimes they get their I feelings I cannot hurt. help that my mom and dad have good genes. Hey, listen, <laughs> flatbacks get love too. They do. Mine just happens to be pretty big. Right. And I, you know what? It's mine. And I'm <laughs> sure there's somebody out there that just loves legs going straight into their back. Yeah. I like my pants and leggings with a little oomph to them. <laughs> well, I'm all about the curves, too. I mean, I'm a curved guy. I'm not one of those. Well, my my size four days are long gone. <laughs> <laughs> well. I, them days ended after I had <laughs> kids. I, they wasn't no turning back. There's, a, But, I mean, when your average size, what, what the average size in the United States is 14? Yeah, see, I'm a 14, 16. Yeah. But, I mean, according to my doctor, I'm obese because, you know, my my height. Uh, but like my granny used to tell me, fat folks run in our family, so you just embrace that. And so I embrace these hips and these thighs. Now, I do go to the gym because right. I, I am pre-diabetic, and, you know, I did have knee surgery last year, and so that was one of the things that I do have to keep up with is... Um, have you found going to the gym, it increases your libido a little bit? Yes, and that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I understand because I've got the same issue going on right now. Well, see, so, you know, I became single, single, single uh, a couple months back. And so uh, that this whole working out thing is a little bit different because I don't have anywhere to relay some of that frustration. Um, so I'm like, you know, it's a good thing I sell sex toys because I'm like, well, I guess I can least somewhat pacify the situation right, right but um but yeah working out is definitely a booster and it's it's really sexy too like i will probably the vain side of me but i am definitely staring at my own ass when i'm working out i am watching me like so you're yeah. a mirror you're a mirror <laughs> watcher see for me it's like i look at myself and i like get angry I get angry because I start looking at it and it's like, because I, I mean, I'm a, I'm on television, so I'm a vain person and I have to pay attention to my appearance, but usually it's from the neck up because mm -hmm. as a, as a guy on television, I wear suits or I wear jackets and ties. And so that hides a lot of faults that dudes have. I'm going to be suit and tie all day long now, thanks. Right. Well, mm. you're welcome. You're welcome. You, me and JT. Yep. So, uh. Oh, Sarah, never mind. So. <laughs> Uh, and I'm, I'm now I've lost track of where I was going to go with this, but no, uh, it's, I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, uh, but it, it's kind of that whole determination. I've, 
let myself go. But in the short time that I've actually been working out and doing these things and, and actually doing it properly and having training and, and things like that, I'm seeing a difference. I mean, I took a before picture. I had people telling me, you got to take the before picture. And I'm like, I'm not taking a picture of me without the shirt on. <laughs> and I said, it's just not going to happen. I'm day glow. Uh, it's like, you, you got to have certain filters to get that kind of white. And it's just like, fish belly white does not look good on film. And Praise God for melanin. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, it just doesn't. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to go ahead and take it. So I, when I took that shot, I was like, oh, I've got so much work to do. Uh, because I just, it made me realize how far mm -hmm. I let myself go. go. And it wasn't like I've always paid attention to my health or anything like that. I've always been a fairly healthy person. I've always been fairly active. So it's really been, there's been two times I've gained a lot of weight. It was right, right after I quit smoking in my 20s. I gained a lot of weight, and that's mm -hmm. where I went from being about 185 to going to 260. I mean, I gained a whole lot of weight. And that was also at the time where I was, I upped the meat intake at that point too, because we ended up getting a good deal on, on this program. And mm -hmm. we just, we were always eating all the time. It seemed like, um, so yeah, we got, I, I, I got kind of big and then, uh, lost, lost some weight in my thirties and got back into kind of that better looking, uh, or better and better in shape and things mm. like that. And I just kind of, I, from there I meandered on, I go up, I go down or whatever, whatever season and all that. But now that I'm concentrating on it and actually doing this at the age of 50, it's a little bit different at this age, but yeah, <laughs> it's like, holy cow. The uh, libido level has, I, I, let's just put it this way. I am trying to be considerate of my gym mates, <laughs> oh, but, <God>. I, <laughs> but I am so appreciative of Lycra these days. <laughs> and I am sorry, Lululemon, whatever. It's just, mm, ah, it's just, <laughs> I, and it's, I'm a, such a pig and I divert my, I literally divert my eyes because I feel like I'm being a pig, you know? And it's just like, oh. oink, oink. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like one of these days though, I want to be the eye candy like she's looking at <laughs> that's bench pressing 250, like nobody's business, you know? Now I do feel, I'm, like, I'm not gonna say I feel bad, but I, I, there will be times where I'm at the gym and I'm like, I'm not even working out anymore because I'm staring. I'm like, oh my God, his arms. Because I'm an arms kind of girl. Okay, okay. If you got big arms, that is such a fucking turn on for me. Like, I love big arms. Now, granted, I need the rest of you to follow suit. Yeah, well, I, 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 I've, as a new gym observer, I noticed that dudes work on their arms a lot. Yes, But yes. they don't work on anything else. Yeah, now, if, you, if you've worked on your upper body, and so you have these big Popeye arms, and then I look down, and you got these tiny little legs... That's a, that's a fail, but <laughs> what am I going to do with this? They're, they're called chicken legs. I'm like, oh God, and you're probably chicken little, but. <laughs> well, and I'm even talking about the guys that went long, that their six pack is gone and they're well into their keg. That's what I'm talking about. And, 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 and now, 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 because I don't like a skinny man. So I get it. I, I get do it. like a little, 
I'm just like a little, I, I am a kind of a dad bod kind of girl. I do like a, now, not too much dad bod, but I do like a dad bod. A little dose of dad bod. I do like a little, sprinkle a little dad bod on me every now and then. I, I'm all about that. Now, if you're not a dad, hopefully you like, maybe you're an uncle or something, but you're still with the bod. <laughs> you don't have to be a dad. But, uh, and if you are a dad, hope your kids are grown. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, that's, I love going to the gym um, to do some people watching while I work out. And that, that, that does make my day a little bit easier. So, so, you know, is it, are, are there bad days? That you have, because this is the, this is such a I am such a pig, I'm such a pig. So, are there those days where your motivation is going to the gym to get that eye candy in? Oh hell yeah! Okay, okay, I'm like, not the only one because I don't I I don't want to go to the gym, but that was one of my actually when I got when I had knee surgery last year, um once I got cleared in January, um to work out and well, I had pretty much finished physical therapy and, but then I got the okay to actually work out, um, starting in March. But, um, when I got the okay to work out, I was like, eh, you know, we'll see how this goes. And so when I went to the gym the first time, it was kind of like, first I was intimidated cause I was like, oh my God, all these women in this place are like size negative zero. I mean, <laughs> just, I'm like, I can't even figure out how to use the equipment, let alone what I'm supposed to do. And I felt like frumpa, frumpa lumpagus. I was like, oh my God. And then, um, I, you know, they, when you go to the gym, they show you how to use the equipment and help you if you need help. And so they, you know, showed me a couple of things. And then I, I don't know how much I listened to because I started looking at this guy, um, who was uh lifting he was free weight so so he was lifting uh he was lifting and it was just kind of like i don't even know what the person that was supposed to be helping me was talking about anymore because i was just focused on watching and it was like okay now i'm watching and so now i'm going to do everything that's by this machine that he's on because that's going to be my motivation <laughs> so, gotcha. and gotcha. that was my motivation was the, my motivation is watching the sexy watching the sexy ones work out it's like ah. Oh. So turning yes. that so turning that around, mm -hmm. do you mind being observed while you're working out? You know, my biggest turn on is somebody to admire Judy. I, 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 I am a. I mean, I'm I'm probably a whore for Judy, just like anybody else is. I love looking at my own ass. Like I am addicted to it. Probably vainly, badly so, but I'm addicted to it. So if someone else is looking at it, it's even more of a turn on for me at that point. And so then I'm going to do something that completely focuses on my ass in your face while you're staring at that. I'm going to get on that stare thing so you can watch me go up and down and up and down. <laughs> so you make the Stairmaster sound a whole lot <laughs> sexier than what my experience is because that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to watch. And then, of course, and you know, me and my daughter, we will videotape when we're at the gym because, you know, that's just that. Everything is content. Everything is content. So, you know, we put that shit on TikTok and on our Instagram pages because we're social media people. So that's what we do. <laughs> Speaking of which, you know, if folks want to submit questions and things like yes. that, or maybe even be part of the PCP podcast couch posse. Yes. Come sit on the couch with me. I don't bite. 
at least not the first time. I don't think I bit anybody on the second time either. So Olivia, did I beat you? I didn't nope. bite y'all. Nope. nope. So I think I, I think I'm doing pretty well. But you can always come and sit on the couch with us. I love questions. I love because um, sometimes I have just guests kind of stop in and we answer the, your questions together. So please submit those. Follow me on Facebook, Natasha Hauser Pendleton. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. That's OKC's Romance Diva. Um, love. I. It's entertaining for me because some of these, I, I, we don't even get to all the questions because you guys send them quite a bit. Um, so I kind of have to kind of weed them out a little bit. <laughs> but we love it. And if you guys want to come and sit on the couch, just message me. We can talk about anything. What I would like, I need some males on the couch because we get a lot of things from the female perspective. Which, in my opinion, that's great for us guys. It is great. But I do want to hear some of the male ideas and I, 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 I want to hear what y'all got to say. I mean, I'm not going to say that everything y'all say is shit. So I do want to hear some of y'all's views. All right. All right. Well, we'll see if we I'm can. Game. <laughs> we'll see if we can't get somebody uh, of the male persuasion to come in here and talk about their dating life. Yeah, we, yeah you know, we're going to dissect a couple things. Now, granted, I know why a couple of y'all don't want to come on because, you know, uh, so, you know that page on Facebook, Are We Dating the Same Oh, guy? yeah, yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, so that page is a little bit insane. Um, so far, I haven't seen anybody in there that I have gone out on a date with, or but I have seen someone that I know. So that's interesting. And uh, you women, boy. <laughs> Yikes. Y'all are some no-hold bar people when it comes to running somebody through the ringer. Well, <laughs> listen. I know. was like, I'm, I was, so, you know, like sometimes you'd be in bed scrolling TikTok. I was in bed scrolling that page. I listened to that like an episode of General Hospital. I was like, oh, shit, what happened? Oh, really? You talked to him, too? You, t you talked to him? I was like, damn. How many people talk to this fool? But, <laughs> hey, don't hate the game or hate the player. Don't hate the game or whatever. What is it? I don't know. If you can't recite it, Listen, then you don't I'm, need to do it. I'm on vacation here in just a few minutes. Oh, so. okay. That's what it is. Okay. So I you already gone. Okay. You already gone. Okay. I, I got I, it. I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to sipping on a beer pretty soon. I'm going to do that as soon as this is over. Well, see, <laughs> there we go. Because I can't mix my coffee with my beer. So I'm not going to do that. Well. Right. Well, I could. I, well, not my beer, but I could do a really good coffee alcohol drink. Could do that. Yes. That that's that's always a given. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a go. All right. And uh, so if you want to catch up with uh, past episodes of the Romance Diva, you can do so in several different places. And the primary place you can do that is at our website, and that's the Romance Diva Podcast Simplecast dot com. That's the Romance Diva. Dot podcast dot simplecast dot com. See, you threw me off doing the whole lip sync thing. Threw me off. My bad, my bad, my fault. I'm not usually thrown off by stuff like that, but I guess I am. I need, That's because you're already on vacation. I need, I'm already on vacation, and I don't think I've caloried up enough after the uh, workout or yeah. proteined up enough after the workout, so I'm probably doing that whole. Because, yeah, my, my trainer, uh, my trainer put me through a 1,200-calorie workout. You know, this thing is really cool. Oh, the new microphone? I just like looking at my titties light up. 
<laughs> I keep talking, but I'm just watching my titties light up. That's just neat. There you go. Well, um, and this is another enlightening <laughs> Sorry. episode, titillating episode, an enlightening yes. titillating episode of the Romance Diva podcast. Squirrel. I mean, things, you know, things happen, but it's just cool. <laughs> that was neat. <laughs> You're obsessed with Judy, and now... <laughs> I'm not even on a Tuesday, am I obsessed with titties? And it's, yeah. I mean, titties are cute, too, though. Hey, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of titties. So, all right, well, I guess we got to say goodbye after that. All right, yeah. I mean, because it's... I mean, we've talked about Judy. We've talked about your titties. We've talked about... <laughs> I, I, I think we've hit all the bases. Yeah, we got some bases covered. Yeah. I need to go have some sweets because PMS is kicking my ass. All right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> you have a great week. Uh, I will uh, uh, be back before the end of the week. So we'll be able to. So Get back you on won't, track. you guys won't miss any podcasts. But uh, it'll feel like I've been on vacation when I get back. And you need it, so you're deserving. Ah, thank you so much. Gracias. All right. Well, that's another episode. Until next time. Of the Romance Diva Podcast.